0: check out the show notes or go to modernleadership.us forward slash workshop. This is a limited time workshop, which will be recorded just in case you can't make it live. Thank you for being willing to lean in and continue to grow. And above all, keep leading from the front leader. Welcome to Modern Leadership, the podcast where we see things differently. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, father, master life and legacy coach for leaders, co-creator of the Pushco certification school and 20-year law enforcement officer from Southern California. Once I realized how leaders looked at things differently, I was able to lead myself to a 100-pound weight loss, lead more effectively in my police career, create a successful business and a better connection with my family that was more aligned with the legacy I wanted to create. Now, this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to create more, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their family and their health. People who are willing to see things through their modern leader lens. If that's you, welcome to Modern Leadership. Let's go. What is going on, my people? And welcome back to another Monday episode. And today we're talking about how to stay positive during tough times. So people ask me this all the time. How can you reprogram your mind so you can stay positive during tough days? Actually, they don't ask me how to reprogram your mind. They just say, hey, Mark, how in the world are you able to stay positive on most days? Uh, They actually think I'm positive all the time. And uh, if you've spent any time around me, you know that that is not the case. I still have positive and negative things that happen all the time. But I want to share a framework with you guys uh, today to really help you start to what's called reprogram your mind. Now, before I do that, I wanna make sure I attack something first. And that is like most people think that they need to reprogram their mind because there's something wrong with them. And they attack this from like a, a shame or guilt angle. But I wanna want you to think about this, okay? If you were your mind was reprogrammed automatically or it was programmed automatically, there's no shame or guilt in that at all. What if instead we started to think about how can I, instead of reprogramming my mind, took the angle of actually programming it specifically right now in the first place? Because when it happens automatically, that's when we run into problems, right? And so that's what we want to do. We want to approach this from the energy of like this is me programming it for the first time versus using any shame or guilt or humiliation. The energy in that makes an entire, entire difference. And if you're ready to do that with me today, let's dive in. So, everybody, welcome to Modern Leadership, where we see things differently. We help parents become modern leaders so they can excel in their personal and professional lives without burning themselves out. Now, how we do that is via quick tip podcast on mondays and thursdays and i do longer weekly workshops on my youtube channel we recently just started to get into some book reviews they are pretty awesome by the way um because i'm reviewing very key leadership books we started with atomic habits we're going to get into the 21 irrefutable and irrefutable laws of leadership we're going to dive into Unf yourself from gary john bishop so many different awesome books jocko willinks um and Leif and Extreme Ownership, those books, we're going to be diving into those, but those are going to be exclusive to the YouTube channel. So if you have not subscribed to the Modern Leadership YouTube channel, definitely grab a spot over there. Okay. So how do you program your mind? Well, let's let's figure out how it was, was programmed unconsciously first so we can steer it in the direction that we want to go. Okay. Now, before we do that, I want to explain the purpose of the brain because you have to understand this to learn how to reprogram it. All right. So there's two purposes of the brain. If you've been on this podcast or been on my YouTube channel for any Length of time, you know, these reasons or these things, but we're going to go through them real quick. okay? so the first one is to keep us safe. Our brain wants us to stay alive. All right. It will do whatever it can in its power to keep us from not um, from basically from um, for being safe. It will keep us from going out and um, getting thrown out of the tribe or getting out and getting eaten or getting out and falling off a cliff. It will do whatever it can. All right. And it's usually not usually it is based off of the past. Meaning it knows all the information that you've done in the past to get you to where you are today and you're still alive. So it must be good. So let's continue to go down this path, right? And so it will do those things, whatever it can, throw fear at you, throw the the possibility of shame or guilt, humiliation or anything your way to get you to not take any new actions that you've never taken before because it doesn't know what's going to happen, right? If you continue to do that. Now, this is important. Back in the day when we were like hunter and gatherers and if we were thrown out of the tribe, we wouldn't be able to survive. And if we went on the prairie, got eaten by a bear, like that, that wouldn't be good, right? And so it's kind of like it hasn't evolved yet out to be the place where like nowadays we don't have to worry about that kind of stuff as much. Every once in a while we do, but our brain has not evolved yet into what we're doing in terms of everyday life nowadays. So and by the way, that's one of the goals of me as a life coach is to really help people understand that this is really not the case. Like you speaking in front of people is not actually going to kill you. And it's actually, um, uh, you know, even though your brain's telling you that, hey, you probably shouldn't do this because you've never done it before. In reality, it's just trying to keep you safe. Now, the second reason, the second thing that our brain does is it automates things. I like to think about this as like in terms of like brushing your teeth. Can you imagine if you had to brush your teeth and every time you had to think about, okay, put the toothpaste on move your hand, put the water, put it up, down, up, down. Okay. Move it to the left. Like you would just like be overcome by the amount of steps that it takes to do that. Right. And in the beginning, it actually did take some steps. Right. But over time, as you do it over and over and over again, it just becomes a natural part of life. And you don't have to think about it anymore. I'm sure you guys have had those experiences where you get in your car and then before you know it, you blink and you're at wherever you're supposed to be. And you're like, how in the world did I get here? Right. That's because your body has automated it or your mind has automated it. Right. So when we keep things safe, our mind keeps us safe and we automate things. Sometimes we can do get things trapped, like limiting beliefs in there. And literally everything that we do is flown through that. Right. So if you're the type of person where you're normally a negative person, right? By the way, don't don't um, label yourself because you literally will go out and manifest that. But if you think that you're normally a negative person, it's because you have had experiences in the past that have made you into that situation that have made you program your brain into that direction. Now, the truth is, is you could make a decision, a different decision today and reprogram it, right? Which is why we're here. But based off of the past, it's not helpful to think about what has happened to you in the past because it's not going to help you change your direction in the future. It's going to make you feel shame, guilt, and humiliation for the way you are now. And I want you to just say, uh, that's just the way that I am or the way that I was. And now I'm changing that. I'm making a different direction change. All right. Instead of beating yourself up for it. Now, how we start to automate things, how we start to get things trapped into our mind so that we do them over and over again is an important part of the process. Because what if we stopped using it against us and we started using it for us? And there's two ways that our brain does this. Number one is repetition. If we do something so many times, our brain is naturally going to grab onto it and it's going to automate it for us. All right. But also, if we have an emotional enough experience, all we need is one of those, and then our brain will completely reprogram with whatever happened. It could be a traumatic incident, it could be something that happened when you were young as a kid, it could be whatever, it could be something you saw on, on a, the TV, whatever it is. If it's an emotional enough experience, it will get you to start taking on different beliefs, and it'll basically blast through to your subconscious mind. This is also the reason why, if you are growing a business, if you are like um, growing as a leader, like attending live events is so critical. Yeah, you can do that like via Zoom. And actually that that is a really great thing nowadays. We all have access to it. But even just being there physically in person, it's an emotional experience and things will blast through that don't typically blast through if you're just reading a book on your own, okay? So, repetition and emotional experiences is how we reprogram it. All right. So now I want to help you reverse engineer this for yourself. And I want to give you a couple different strategies so that you can start focusing on reprogramming your mind for positivity. All right. Now, the first thing I always have to talk about this is realize that this is not an overnight success equation. It takes repetition. You've heard it before, right? And I know that we all want to just go, hey, let's just have an emotionally enough experience that we can just change this. But that's not how the real world works. Emotional experiences happen, yes, because we put ourselves in that environment, but because it's just the right timing. And we can't like hope and pray and wait for something to be put in front of us to make it happen, right? We have to do things in enough repetition. And when we do it enough repetition, it'll blast through and just become a normal part of our life, all right? Which means we have to be willing to have a great day and a terrible day, all right? So when I talk about positive and negative, people are like, oh my God, we've got to just like switch everything that happens to me negative into positive. And that, that's not the truth. The truth is like you're going to have 50% negative and 50% positive experiences during the day. You need crappy things to happen so you can have a great day. You need happiness so you can have sadness and you need sadness so you can have happiness. I mean, I don't know why. I'm just thinking about that Disney movie where all four of them were kind of like going to like, you're going to have all of these different experiences. All right. And it's not like there's right or wrong way of having it, but When you have a negative experience, and now you make that negative experience spiral into more negative experiences because you're dwelling on it, you're thinking about it over and over again, and you don't have a framework to reframe it, like I'm going to share with you later, you're actually going to take those experiences and make them even worse than 50-50. It's going to be 75% is going to be negative experiences and 25% positive, but you can get back up to the 50-50, all right? You can't get to 75% happy experiences and 25% negative. It's just not the way that life works, but you can't get back to 50-50 so you can feel both of those things, all right? So I just want to let you know that this is going to take time, all right? This is going to take time. Now, I want to teach you uh, two different methods that you can use to speed up this process, all right? Number one, you're going to hear me, I'm going a broken record on this, and that's going to be to put yourself in the right environment. Guys, our beliefs, our thoughts, our automations are all contagious, positivity is contagious, but guess what it is too? Negativity. So when you think about like when you get fired up, who is it you're hanging around? Is there something that you're reading? Is there something you're listening to? But also on the opposite side of that, when you are feeling like you're being brought down, when you're like having a ton of negativity, who is it that you're around? What is it you're reading and who is it you're listening to? When you start to think about all these different things, you can find what you're doing that actually brings out the best in you and the things that when you're around those people or listening to those things, it actually pulls you down. And because things are contagious, this is why you have to make this a top priority, because this is one of those hacks that if you start hanging around with more positive people, people who fuel you, um, you're going to be able to live a life more into that positivity rather than the negativity. It's really the power of who you surround yourself with. All right. What's incredible is in the beginning, when it's hard to do this on your, on your own, which I'll share a framework in a second, if you ride on the coattails of others, it'll make it so much easier for you in the process, All right, All right. The actual, um, let's take you through the actual framework, right? Because you got to get really good at coaching yourself. So we talked about that this is an overnight success, right? And number two is hanging out with other people will help speed up that process. But number three is you have to get really good at coaching yourself. Here's the thing. Your brain, whenever something happens, will go to the problem first, It literally is supposed to. Remember, it's there to keep you alive. But when you have that, there is a way, a framework that you can use to literally flip that around. Okay. What I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself when you're going through that situation, you feel negativity, right? I want you to say, what's the problem? What's the actual problem? And get to the root of it. Then I want you to ask yourself, what do I really want? What do I really want? This helps you flip it. And then I usually will say, how can I elevate that to achieve peak performance by asking myself a powerful question? Some of these questions are like, how can I actually use this for me instead of against me? Or what if this was supposed to happen to set me up for the next thing, right? So I want to give you some examples of this in process and progress so that you can have an idea of like what I mean, all right? And I'll talk to you about um, a situation when it comes to um, my kids getting ready for, or not getting ready in the morning. This is when they were actually coming down to eat dinner, all right? So... I noticed that my kids would take a their sweet time to get downstairs to get them to um, get to the table when dinner is ready. And I immediately started to focus on the problem. It's like, why aren't they listening to me? Why are they disrespecting me? Why don't they? Why, why are they waiting for the food to get cold and then getting upset that the food's cold when I told them the first time? And let me tell you, when you're focused on something that makes you angry, you're focused on the problem, it's just going to create more of that. I started to talk about like taking things away from them, punishing them, putting them in the room. Um... Uh, getting angry and, and, and raising my voice, all the things that I don't want to do as a father. So instead, what I decided to do is I asked myself, okay, what's the problem? Okay, the problem is they're not coming down the first time I asked them when it comes to food. So what do I really want? Well, I want them to come downstairs and actually I want them to want to come downstairs so they can eat. And so I asked myself, what is the question that I can ask myself that would elevate that to achieve peak performance? And this turned into, how can I get them so excited that when I say it's dinner time, they actually want to run downstairs because they're so Um, like excited about like just sitting down and eating dinner. And what's crazy is I didn't have the answer at that point, but I found the answer. So one day what we decided to do is everybody get to sit down in somebody else's seat. And when you sat down on that person's seat, you had to automatically become that person for the remainder of the dinner. And when we did that, it was like probably the most fun dinner that we ever had. And when we when I set it up like that, the kids did want to come downstairs. They did turn off their games quickly and they got back into like just having fun. And we had a great family experience by uh, while also eating. Some of the other things that I did is I started to put together a program that's kind of like um, the 75 hard for adults is you have to do a certain number of things for 75 days in a row to achieve like this goal of, of conquering the 75 hard. Well, my son and my daughter started asking me, well, dad, can we do something like this? And so what I did is instead of like getting them to do these hard physical activities, I said, yeah, let's do these five things. If you do these five things for a week, I'll give you $10 a week for every week that you do this. And these are things like waking up at this time, going to bed by this time. Um, And of course, one of those things was taking a shower the first time without, um, without complaining about it. But also one of the things is when you get asked for dinner to come down to dinner, you do it the first time. And so I did it in a way that actually they want to get paid $10, right? So they actually wanted to come downstairs when I told them it was time for dinner. Now, are these the only answers that you need? Absolutely not. There's a million answers on how to get your kids down to the table. You have to think about what your kids want and how to use it in a way to get them to come down. But if I'm focused on the problem, I'm not going to have a solution. Instead, I want to ask, what can I, what do I really want? And then how do I reverse engineer that by asking myself a powerful question, right? Now, I taught you this, or I shared this with you in terms of um, uh, with my kids with dinner, but it also happens when the alarm goes off. It also happens when there's politics at work. It also happens frustrations in business. It also happens like so many different things. Instead of us focusing on the problem, we can ask ourselves, what do we really want? And then ask ourselves a question to help us achieve peak performance. All right, guys, I want to share a quote with you guys from Joseph Murphy. He says, the subconscious mind is ruled by suggestion. It accepts all suggestions it does not argue with you. It fulfills your wishes. That is the purpose of reprogram- reprogramming our mind, even though I can't say that word right now. And I appreciate you so much for being willing to lean in and to like really make this a priority for you for this next week. Now, if you're somebody who maybe you're learning, you want to learn a little bit more into leadership. You want to learn a little bit more into um, your mindset, you want to learn a little bit more into like how you can really get yourself and other people to excel. I want you to really dive into um, a... Live workshop that I did. Actually, it's a recorded workshop that I did a couple of weeks ago, talking a lot about um, uh, what's called the breakdown session. This is like how you set really powerful goals. So, when you set those goals, you find you can reverse engineer, like actually how to achieve those goals. But at the same time, you can find ways to flip around the negativity. You can find ways to flip around the voices that are telling you why it's not possible for you so that you can create something else entirely new. If you go to Modern Leadership on YouTube, you can click on the live button um, and you'll be able to see all of our past recordings. The one in there about how to create incredible uh, or powerful goals for 2023 is the one that I'm talking about. But there's plenty of other ones in there for you to dive into and get some real help. All right, guys, I appreciate you so much for making it to the end of another episode. And I look forward to seeing you guys on Thursday. Keep leading from the front and I'll see you soon.